Warning, some of the contents herein may be deemed offensive, and we at Anti-Radio understand that we are living in a sensitive time with some really sensitive people. If you're one of those sensitive people, please, don't bitch, don't whine, don't throw a snowflake fit. Just turn us off. But please don't turn us off because we need the ratings. Thank you. Anti-radio is on the air. Question authority. Anti-radio. The podcast. Never interrupt me again. Oh, excuse you. You heard me. I can interrupt you anytime I want, honey. Welcome to Anti-radio. I'm Jeff Testanero. And I'm Jennifer Testanero. It's still odd to me when you do that on the air. Well, your fault. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> my fault. My fault. You're the asshole that said yes. You asked. I mean. I did ask. You're right. I did. I asked live on 89.9, 105.1, WAPJ Taunton. Yeah. <laughs> it's still in your head. It is. I want to start the show I know. every single time with those call letters. Mm-hmm. But I don't have to anymore. Just like I don't have to wear pants when we record anymore. That's also true. And I don't think anyone else needed to know that. <laughs> nope. Because am I wearing pants? Am I not wearing pants? It's up to your imagination there, (laughs) folks. Oh, lucky you. (laughs) Welcome to Anti-Radio. This is episode two. Once again, we have Jennifer's reality TV roundup. You love it. Yeah. Don't come up. That's not the name of it. Don't make a stupid I know. You don't want any stupid gimmicky shit. No. Um, I can't believe we're talking about an- uh, reality TV on anti-radio. Like, I never thought it's I'd see It's fun, that. remember? We love it. Just go with the flow here. Going with the flow yep. here. Yep. Um, you ate SpaghettiOs. You can't even talk about it. <laughs> I ate SpaghettiOs with hot sauce in it. <laughs> Disgusting. Mm. Coming up tonight, or on this episode, we have my interview. Oh, I don't feel good. I'm sorry. <laughs> I really don't feel good tonight. I'm sorry. I, I, don't, I can't believe you let me eat. 22 ounces of meat. Listen, I didn't let you eat anything. You were like an animal. I feel horrible. I'm, I bet you do. I feel <laughs> I feel absolutely horrible. When my interview with Emerson Morden from Paranoid Existence, I feel absolutely terrible. I really honestly feel terrible. Like, I've... <laughs> I've you taken ate the biggest steak I've ever seen in my life. I've taken three shits already tonight <laughs> right. since we got Again, home. Too much information tonight. These poor people. Our our listenship is going to go way down this Listen-shi- episode. Listenship? <laughs> I know, did I make that up? What are you texting in real time now? <laughs> You're the worst texter in the world. We'll get to that too. Oh god. Uh, tonight we went out to dinner and somebody let me eat 22 ounces of yeah, let me- you eat. medium rare meat mm. off the bone. I was yeah, because it was so phone. fun for me to watch too. <laughs> At one point, I actually picked up the T-bone, and I was chewing on the meat in the restaurant. Yeah, that wasn't embarrassing at all. <laughs> Not as embarrassing as leaving pubes on the toilet seat. Okay, what? Yeah, that's the, you want to talk about disgusting? Go into a men's room and try to take a dump and there's pubes on the toilet seat. Okay. Well, yeah. Absolutely disgusting. Like, what are you, trimming? <laughs> I don't know. I don't do it. Wait, are you going bald in the pubic region or something? <laughs> yeah, God, that was random. <laughs> My interview with Emerson Morden from Paranoid Existence. You're going to have to move on from that. Last time you ate SpaghettiOs with hot sauce, 
And now this. <laughs> you know, I was actually thinking the SpaghettiOs with the Frank's Red Hot sauce in there was going to do a number on my digestive tract, but it really didn't. And oh I'm just... Maybe it was Your body's corn. used to hot sauce. I, my blood is like 95% <laughs> hot why. sauce. It's like 95% Frank's Red Hot, and the rest is like nicotine. <laughs> That's <and> true. <laughs> eh, kind of like mine's popcorn. It's fine. <laughs> we all have our things. <laughs> you do have a pretty sick popcorn addiction. I do. It's a problem. How many, how many bowls of popcorn do you eat a day? No, just one. It's just my nighttime snack. <laughs> nighttime snack. As we see here and watch the session in bed. Yeah. I, <laughs> if I, you're not watching Secession on HBO, then you're an idiot. But you seriously eat more popcorn yeah. than I think a movie theater can handle. Listen, it could be worse, okay? <laughs> How? I could be eating a lot worse things. Like what? I don't. It's also healthy popcorn, okay? It's organic, non-GMO. <laughs> can you even GMO popcorn? Yeah, I guess Yeah, of course you can GMO anything. <laughs> but, oh, and you know they're made in Danbury, Connecticut? <gasps> Shout out Lesser Evil Popcorn out of Danbury, Connecticut. Sponsor us. <laughs> It's so good. Free plug. Although it does kind of freak me out. I'm eating like the cheesy popcorn and it, it says it doesn't contain cheese. Then it's not exactly <laughs> organic and all natural. Yeah, though, no, it? it is. It's like coconut. I don't know. I looked at, I looked at it. All the ingredients are really good. I just don't know how it tastes cheesy, but it does. I'm not sure if that's a good thing. <laughs> I, I don't. Is it kind of like cheese whiz? I don't know. It's delicious. <laughs> it's, not, it's not. And apparently good for me, so it's fine. Uh, yeah, it doesn't even taste like cheese. It's, yes, it does. No, it doesn't. You, Listen. Have you eaten my popcorn? I've tried some. Well, Stay me some popcorn. away from the it's popcorn. It's right behind your head. Grab the popcorn. <laughs> it's right behind Hold on. Right. She's grabbing the popcorn. Okay. Taste the popcorn. She's got the popcorn. Okay, hear that? It's good. Okay. Popcorn. Just one piece. Don't eat all my popcorn. 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 That doesn't taste like cheese. Yes, it does. It does not taste like cheese. You're crazy. Anyway. Well, of course it's crazy. But... Anyway... So, I think you have an issue with texting. Me? You. What are you talking about? You are like the worst texter in yeah, the world. Yeah, all right. No, I am. What would she say? Pure, pure something? You sent some text to me the other day, but it's supposed to mean one thing, and it was totally Oh, I don't know. Different. Like, three words are usually wrong a sentence. I don't know. You know, I try to type too fast. Well, especially when you piss me off. It's usually when I'm mad at you, <laughs> and I'm trying to text really fast because I'm so annoyed at what I'm trying, the point I'm trying to get across to you. That, like, I misspell, like, 14 words. You do. Mm-hmm. I only do that to you. But then you have to correct yourself. But you can't correct yourself in one text. Like, <laughs> well, because like, then I try to correct it, and like, it gets fucked like up again. There's, four more bubbles that <laughs> pop up, and it's still wrong. And I'm, then I'm finally just like, son of a bitch, that's not what I meant. <laughs> but see, yeah, I know what bad. you mean the first time. So it's like, <laughs> but but Thursday, you were, like, completely off. Mm-hmm. Like, thank yeah, you terrible. for... Thank you for correcting yourself eight times. You probably got right and then, the like, eight still, times. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Siri is not helping, okay? Siri is stupid. Although, you know what would be even worse? Have you ever texted someone the wrong message? What do you mean? Like, you mean to text, like, if I meant to text you and I texted someone else? Oh, God, yeah. That's not a good thing. <laughs> I, do it, I do it to Mark all the time. <laughs> and you're like, love you, honey. <laughs> I do. I've, Mark's and, like, oh, and Anybody who's not new to the show knows my, my buddy Mark Dallavalli, because <laughs> we used to do a show together. And good old Mark. Good old Marky, and <laughs> there have been a few times where I've like I text and just just text, hey, love you, how's your day? <laughs> and then I look and it's like, good sweetie, how are you? And it's from Mark, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I love that he plays along. Of course he does. I'm like, totally meant that for my wife. And then his response was, well, now I'm heartbroken. <laughs> oh yeah. It's, I mean, could have been worse. Could have so been a dick pic. It's fine. 
I think we're past dick pics, <laughs> don't you? You see my dick every night. Alright. No. I cannot. Um, Mark, you're glad you haven't gotten that one, okay? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, who are you texting? Are you texting no, I remember, I'm talking about when I was young. Like, I remember I was in high school once. You said the blue pics, too. No, no, no. <laughs> I was in high school, and I remember... I was telling my friend that I ran into, like, another friend of ours, and I was like, oh my god, I saw Zach this weekend, like, I can't believe, like, he gained some weight, but he looks really good, actually, like that, and I sent it to Zach, and I was like, ooh, and of course, too, I'm talking about how he looks, yeah, terrible, and he's like, well, at least I look good, thanks, and I was like, whoops, yeah, mm. I mean, you can't even recover from that, that's all. Well, you're a girl, I'm sure you can find a way. Alright, listen. Boo pick. No. Anyway, I was just—it was just one of those awkward, like, sorry, and then you just don't talk for like a week. You're like, oops. Do you like avoid them? Oh, totally. <laughs> I totally avoided him. <laughs> hey, Zach, hope you like the boot pick. Sorry. No. See you next week. Luckily, we didn't go to the same school, so I could, it was easy to oh, avoid. Thank, thank God <laughs> for that one. Awkward. Oh, God. Coming up, we have Behemoth, Emerson Morden. My interview with him. Really nice guy. Doom metal composer extraordinaire out of Brazil. I know, so interesting. Brazil, man, and he's he actually plays shows in Argentina and Tibet, and so he's it's really interesting. Um, he's a really cool guy. You know, um, I got like when you first were telling me about him, and I looked him up and stuff. I totally got Trent Reznor vibes. Yeah, except he's a dude black metal. No, totally different. But I mean, just like the like being alone, doing some of the like. Well, with the technical, yeah. Actually, like, I bring up in the interview, I do mention like, well, it worked for Trent Reznor, see? and he goes exactly. So, yeah. you're listening to Anti Radio, the podcast, <coughs> streaming on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeart, and wherever you stream. Yeah, you are very hyper. I'm excited. Get excited. Yay. Repeat. I said excited. Yay! Welcome back to Anti Radio. I'm Jeff Testanero. And I'm Jennifer Testanero. I still got the shits, so. Oh my god. Oh my god. This is the theme of the I'm telling these poor people this. They don't want to hear it. They they care. You care about me. Anyway, now now it's time for your reality TV thing. Speaking of caring about. (laughs) Caring about. Think of something our listeners don't care about. Here's reality TV with Jen Testanero. I bet they love it. I almost called you Scanlon. That would have been weird. I mean, it's been like a long time. You can. We've only been married for like seven years. All right, something I know you'll be so excited about. The Kardashians are back May 25th of the new season. Shoot me in the fucking face. <laughs> I just had to throw them in there because I know how much you love them. Bleh, 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 yeah. bleh. Um, so we always talk about 90 Day. That's one of my favorite shows. Um, again, this season on The Other Way is kind of boring me, though. But luckily, they started a new one. <laughs> and they started a Love in Paradise. You know, they have all these like, you know, um, what are those called? Like a... Uh, I don't know when they create like another spinoff. Yeah, like a spinoff. Oh boy! <laughs> so they created it like Love in Paradise, and it's um, guess who's on it? Uh, do I have to? Yep. Uh, Cole. No. Okay, uh, remember. Okay, Can I keep uh, guessing? You told me to no. guess. I'm guessing. Hold on. You're um, never gonna guess. Never mind. Um, Pedro. <coughs> Although. Chantel. No, no. Speaking. The, no. The family Chantel. Speaking of Pedro, though, it is someone with Pedro. His sister. Pe- no, His Pedro's gross. mother. Oh, you speak, speaking Lydia. Of, speaking of crabs and scabs, <laughs> Lydia, Lydia is on it. Okay, and she's mom. what like sixty? What is she in her sixties? I think she doesn't look a day over and, ninety. <laughs> and she, well, she dresses like she's twenty-five, but that's beside the point. Um, but she's on it, and she's dating, well, online dating, online um, dating. an American, 
name. Shit. I think it's Scott, right? I think his name's Scott. I have no idea. <laughs> and he's like this jacked up bald guy. No who's way. Like, yeah, who's what in his forties, I think. And um, Ford, he's, really? Yeah, and he's wow, like nice. obsessed with his dog. Like, he tells her how beautiful she is, and she showers with him, and I don't know. I think it's weird. I'm not a dog person. I don't understand. <laughs> it's odd to me. And he says the dog has to approve. I'm not sure how we're going to know that. Anyway. And apparently he's gonna, he's going to... Where are they? Dominican Republic, right? Mm-hmm. And he's going to meet Lydia. Lydia. Mm-hmm. I just... She was such a bitch on, like, to Chantel. She was and such she a was bitch, judging, everybody. like, Pedro about, like, dating an American. Like, and now you're doing this? It's yeah. got to just be to make money. Well, no shit it's to make money. <laughs> I could have fucking told you that it was to make money. Didn't she send Pedro to well, there's Chantel? Rumors, there's rumors that her and her her and her and daughter, Pedro's sister, set Who's also him dating up. an American. My, my oh, dad. true. Well, I think they broke up, but yes, yeah, she did. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Alejandro from New York. But anyway, he, um, yeah, so there's rumors that they set him up on an American dating site to basically find him an American so he could go there, make money, and send money to them. Which failed miserably. Backfire. Total backfire. <laughs> Although he is making some money, so, How? you know, he's doing real estate now. Sure he is. Yeah, no, he is. I looked on his Instagram. He's still doing real estate. <laughs> I love how you Instagram stalk these fake yeah. celebrities. I don't stalk them. It's like, I get to hear about Alejandro and Pedro <laughs> and all these people from this 90 Day Fiance mm. show. And yeah. because well, I don't know, but... Can you I look just... on their Instagram. Yeah. I'm like, ah, that's <laughs> um, The episode, though, was like, I don't know, it really freaked me out. Maybe just because she's like that much older and she's, you know, in a club dress going out with her daughter <laughs> and her friends. And they gave her a gift bag of like lingerie and like sex toys. And it was just too much for my, like, I literally had to like fast forward. It made me like secondhand uncomfortable. Weren't you watching it with the boys? Well, the boys came in the room and then they pulled out like a cucumber and I was like, okay, time to fast forward. <laughs> and I literally had to fast forward. So that was on. Interesting. Who's the popcorn? No, you're not eating my popcorn. Get your own. Give me a piece of popcorn. No. Popcorn! Um, li- <laughs> nope. Go to Danbury, get your own. <laughs> I want to go to Danbury. Oh, speaking of already, another Pedro and Chantel um, connection. Oh, fuck. So, you know, Chantel's sister, Winter. Yes. Just on Saturday... Oh my or god! Was it Friday. I don't remember if it was Friday or Saturday. She was spotted at a club. Get ready, and out to dinner with guess who? Oh my god! What Another ninety dayer. Cole. Nope, a divorced one. Tim. Not even divorced. I should say separated. I don't care. A Swaylu. What? Remember Kalani and a Yeah, yeah. What? The Samoan. He's the Samoan dude. Samoa. Who got off the Samoa, airplane? How do I say that? Samoa. Samoa. And did the dance? Yes. He was seen with winter. Hold on, hold on. we got to play the clip. we got to play the clip of the dance. All right. This is too funny. And, and go. My name is Asuelu. I'm from Samoa. Manu Sofana. Thank you. Lord Jesus, please, now. That guy's dating Winter? Well, I mean, they were just spotted together, but obviously Yo, they're hanging Karen's out. Yo, Karen's gonna eat him up. Oh, yeah. Could you imagine? Yo, Swaylu, why you date my daughter? Oh, Karen's gonna send him back. I don't... <laughs> send him, send him yep. back to Samoa. Yeah. 
I don't know. So lots going on in the 90 day universe. Thank God. Cause this season's boring. Um, but I, I can't wait to watch Lydia. I cannot wait. Next episode is when she meets this guy. I can't wait to see this. I think it's going to, he is like head over heels for her right now. And wait till he realizes what a bitch she is. It's going to flip within 24 hours. I guarantee one. She's going to get psycho one. I love how the basic angsty white girl comes out of you. When you what talk you about this about? stuff. I don't even and know what you're talking about. Two. I watched that family Chantel thing with you. Yeah. And I, if I was Chantel and her family, I would be absolutely rip shit right now that TLC put her on TV well, after yes. what she did mm -hmm. for what, four seasons? Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't like, believe me, I like the drama. I like watching these stupid shows. When they're that shitty people, like, fuck that. Don't give them more money and shows wow. and... No. No. Like the, the asshole I agree. That's our shock. Seasons. And I mean, Angela's been on like 48 seasons. And, Who's Angela? You know, oh, God. You know, Angela, the fat You love chick Angela. Georgia. She's not fat anymore. Okay. All that loose skin <laughs> hanging Stop. around. Bleh. All right. Don't make fun of Angela and her Why? loose skin. Angela's gross. Oh, my gosh. And she's stupid. Anyway, anyway. Um, moving on. Um, Real Housewives, we have to talk about New Jersey. But guess what? So, speaking of Real Housewives, Real Housewives of Orange County is starting again soon. Oh, God. Yep, another season. Um, and I love, since last season, we all Heather Jabreau is back. She's the best. But guess who else is back this season? Who? Vanderpump. No, no. Damn. Wasn't that Beverly Hills? You're in the wrong one. Oh, yeah. Right? No. Um, Tamara. Yes! Oh, my God, you guessed Whoa, it. Oh, I'm good. Wow. And... Who's the Vicky. partner? Vicky is not a housewife. She's going to be one of the, you know, housewife's friends where she like appears well, on episodes. did they try that once and it failed absolutely fucking miserably? Yeah, Vicky was on, but I don't think Tamara was, was she? Vicky Gunvalson? I don't remember. Yeah, Gunvalson. Gunvalson. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, so that'll be very interesting. So, lots of history is there. Is Shannon still good. there? Yes. Of course, Shannon. So, Shannon, is still there. Heather, Yep. Vicky. Oh, and Shannon and her boyfriend broke up. So they're not, he won't be this season. That sucks. Unless the breakup will be. That'll be exciting. Ooh, Ooh breakup. Anyway. Shannon, <laughs> yep. Heather, yep. Vicky, mm -hmm. Tamara. Yeah. So the original cast. And then of course cast. Gina and Emily. You know. So the original cast. Yeah. So there goes Gina. Gina. my girl. I love Gina. <laughs> She's my right. fave. That's why we have the same haircut. <laughs> oh my God, you do have the same haircut. <laughs> I literally showed my sister a picture of her. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. <laughs> anyway. Uh, okay. Here's one you'll be interested in. Ready? Uh -huh. Remember the challenge. Who watches the challenge? I, Come watch, on. I like yep. challenge because okay. it's actually a competition show. Yes. Fucking so popcorn. So there's a rumor. Again, don't eat my popcorn. There's a rumor. Just a rumor. We don't. It, nothing is confirmed. No. That there's going to be another season of All Stars. We still haven't watched that, the one that's on Paramount yet. Yeah, and I don't like that. That's not even we challenge. It's like a spinoff. I don't like it. Wes is there. Jordan's there. Yeah. Bananas is there. Yeah, I know. It's challenge. I couldn't get into it. Well, I don't know. We watched half an episode. Yep. And I didn't like that half an episode, okay? <laughs> anyway, um, there's a rumor that new All-Star season is coming out, and that guess who's going to be on the season? Oh. CT? Nope. Someone that, no. Someone that they've been asking to come back for a long time. Sarah? No. She won't. She came out on Instagram and said she will never go back. She said that she did talk to producers a few times, and that she set boundaries and said that the only way that she would not go in is if they have rules that do not allow people to do things like Johnny did to her. They won't do that. Yep. And also if Johnny would not be any longer on the show. Like so, ever? Yeah. So obviously that's not happening. Um, so well, Sarah will not be Well, he did fuck out of a million dollars. So I yeah. Mean. I mean, I don't blame her for being mad, but but it's... It, what does the network care? Yeah, they don't care. No. That was great TV for them. One they million. don't care. Um, 
speaking of that, we'll talk. Maybe we'll talk about that next. Year, but I've heard Ooh. there's been a, a lot of. Spit it out! I'm no, in suspense. No, I'm talking about something else now. Relax. There's been. You we need to talk about. I know. It. We're going back to that. Holy fuck. We need to talk about it at some point, and we'll talk about this later. There's a lot of TV networks I heard that are under a lot of fire because people are coming out saying that they're so insensitive to the cast members and like how they feel about things and stuff. Mm -hmm. So that's also another topic. Okay. But we'll do that another day. Yeah, anyway, so yeah, so three. supposedly, and again, just rumors. <clears throat> just rumors. Uh, Cara Maria could be back on this season. I don't give a shit. I don't. Oh, I like Kara. I hate Kara. Oh, that's not nice. Kara and Polly. Like yeah, I like Kara. Loser, dickhead boyfriend. Um, okay, um, and also Leroy, which would be oh, interesting because Leroy okay. said it was going to be his last. He said he'd never be. Back, He's number one, and but, he just had a baby. But so he needs money. Maybe. Him and Killer Cam need some Killer money. Cam. Killer Cam. And maybe Cam. Killer Cam can't, so he's going to come back. Um. So, well, what's her name? Um, Who won the first two seasons of All-Stars? Uh, John A. John A. Mm -hmm. Never won on actual challenge. Yeah. And then she won two I in a row. I think she won once, but wasn't it as a team? I don't remember. And then, so why not go to uh, All-Stars and, and maybe this could help Roy Lee get a win? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, he deserves a win. Poor Roy Lee. Yeah. But we'll see. But that's just rumors. So I'll keep you updated once we get confirmed season three. Right? It's All-Stars 3? Yeah. All-Stars 3. <laughs> hey, right, so I got an idea. Why don't you be a little more active on our social media and post this stuff on there? All right. Facebook, you Instagram. Said, you said that no one likes my reality TV. So then why would I post it? Cause it's mm, part oh, of, you don't know what to say. Because mm. it's part of the show. Yeah, okay. <laughs> just saying. Mm, you just keep up with your Facebook over there. 88 Instagram followers in three weeks. What up, Not bad, bitch? not bad. Not bad? What? Remember how long it took for us to struggle to get 100 the first <laughs> yeah. time? And then yeah. we celebrated for like two weeks? Yeah, true. Okay, we're 12 away. Nice. So maybe they do care about your reality TV. See? So. Maybe they do. Maybe they do. Mm -hmm. mm. Someone's got to listen to me talk. You don't, so. I married you, so I don't have to anymore. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is Jamie Johns from Hey Free. Hey, guys, this is John Matos from Abiotic. This is Timmy Brown. This is John XL. This is Cody Bull. We're from the Texas Hippie Coalition. And you are listening to Anti Radio. Anti Radio. You are listening to Anti Radio. You're listening to Anti Radio. Anti Radio. This is Jeff Testanero, and I'm with Emerson from Paranoid Existence. Emerson, what's going on, man? Hi, Jeff. How are you? How are you? Fantastic. Uh, how's, how's the weather in Brazil going? Well, uh, today is a little bit cloudy. It's a, it's a little bit cloudy. And I think today will rain, okay? So it's not uh, the best day in Brazil. <laughs> so um, real, just to start, where did the concept of paranoid existence come from? Well, uh, paranoid existence, uh, to talk about paranoid, I need to come back a little bit in 2007 when I started my first band. No, my first band, the name was Catastrophobia. Uh, it was a band like we played grindcore, crust, and a little bit of crossover. Um, so uh, at this time, we stayed like two years doing this type of sound more faster. And then we, we finished this band. I start another band, uh, it's a gothic metal band called uh, Melini. And then in 2011, uh, when Melini uh, finished, I start Le Memoir Fall. It's a doom metal band. I uh, have a little bit of gothic, um, death metal, black metal. And this band, I start in 2011 and still active for these days. 
but when I was in 2018, I was uh, thinking that I need to play something more faster and start a little bit uh, in the beginning. When I start with my first band, Atasphobia, that the songs, it was more faster and it's like one minute, uh, two minutes maximum. So I decided to start Paranoid Resistance. At this time, Paranoid Resistance, it was a grind crust band, okay? Mm -hmm. And from this moment, I did uh, two splits. I recorded around 10, 12 songs and I did two splits. And then uh, because of my other band, I put in the freeze <laughs> Paranoid Resistance in 2018. It was just one year. That's awesome, dude. Um, so you're a busy man. Um, according to your social media, Paranoid Existence is a one-man project with you on vocals and bass. Uh, what challenges do you face being a one-man band? Yeah, uh, well, for me, I think uh, the most problem, most challenge is the financial, no? Because uh, you are alone in the band, so you need to to invert some money in, uh, just yourself, no? Mm -hmm. But as a band, for me, it's much more easier you have a one-man band than you have like a, a band. Because for example, uh, in Lemon Marvel, we are four persons in the band, but uh, we have a problem that the guys, unfortunately, can travel because they work, uh, because they're families. So sometimes it's a little bit, a little bit complicated to have a band to manage that all the members uh, can travel, can rehearsal, can play, uh, or can record a new album. So being one man band for me much more easier because just depend on me. Uh, if I want to today, for example, to compose a new song, I just uh, start playing my bass and write some lyrics. And if I want to play, travel, or recording, just depend on me. So for me, uh, it's much more easier to have a one-man band mm -hmm. than a more challenging. Maybe, well, in life, is a little bit different, no? It's a, for the person that uh, is normally like to see a band playing, it's different see only one person playing. But I think the, the time is changing, so now we have a lot of person doing something like that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think it's, it's a little bit interesting uh, doing and deep about my name. That's awesome. Hey, man, if Trent Reznor and Nine Inch Nails can make a huge career out of it, so can you, right? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Earlier this year, you reactivated the band and went to the doom black metal direction. Uh, what led to the decision to venture into doom black metal? And what led to the decision to venture into that subgenre? Well, uh, since uh, 2010, more or less, uh, I started to listen a lot to doom metal, uh, funeral doom, like Godspeed Doom, all the, the subgenres of Doom. So, well, in 2011, I started a, a Godspeed Doom metal band. So I think I I have the Doom metal inside of me, you know? <laughs> uh, 
all the time that I need to do some new songs and riffs, for me it's so easy to to have some do my ideas. Mm. But uh, I like some bands, for example, uh, Incantation or Autopsy, yeah. that uh, mix the doom, the part, the doom part, yep. with some death metal, and black metal, because for me it's more interesting to play this live. Because uh, I don't know. Well, this is um, my opinion. Uh, for example, if you have a, a, a funeral band that you play uh, very slow songs. And for me, to play like that is a little bit boring to play like one hour only funeral doom. So uh, I like to put some uh, faster parts and change a little bit the, the, the time of the songs, no? Mm -hmm. So, and I really like the, the black metal in the, in the sound, uh, so very fast, the blast beats. And the atmosphere, no, so dark, so heavy too. So it was easier to go in this direction um, to mix the doom metal that is inside of me and the black metal that is uh, this parts more faster and so aggressive and this uh, dark atmospheres. Do you feel like um, the fans of Paranoid Existence? Um, really enjoy the mixing of the subgenres in each song um, as opposed to just sticking to one you know flow like like one genre well I think uh, about my first single Drakaina that is that that has this mix uh, between the black metal and the doom people like enjoy a lot this song because I think you have much much more dynamic in the sound if you just do some parts that you can surprise the listener you know Absolutely. Uh, because some, yeah if you if you stay all the song the same and you don't change a little bit it's a little bit boring i think so in nowadays that the person lose their attention so fast so you need to to bring something that the person's listening, oh, wow, now it is really interesting, uh, this part. So I think um, most of the persons really enjoy this mixing between the faster and the slow uh, in paranoid assistance. Uh, you know, I, personally, I would have to absolutely agree with you. I've, um, I've listened to the audio tracks you've sent over to me, and man, um, I'm a big fan of Doom and Black, and what you put together is an absolute masterpiece. So thank you uh, from all of us. <laughs> uh, great, great. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, what was the creative process going into your uh, current album? Well, this is what really faster this process, because I decided to restart Paranoid uh, Systems in January this year. So I... I needed to play live and travel, and I think it was much, much more easier bring back Paranoid Resistance than start a new band and find a new name that don't exist. So it's really hard to find a good name. So I decided to bring back this project to reactivate, and 
I, I changed the logo and the style. And then I start to, to compose songs. It was really fast. I think in less than one month, I did all the five songs plus one intro. And, and I did all the concept of the album and the lyrics. So it was really fast. And then, well, I played the bass and do the vocals, but I don't play the drums. So my producer uh, also is a drummer. So in the studio, he record the drums for me and then do the mix and the master for the album. But live, I will I play, I will play, start playing in June. I have three gigs in June in Argentina. So um, I will play the bass and sing and I will use a backing tracking pedal. So uh, for me, it will be much more easier to play and travel uh as one of my band so for me in this album uh it was really easy to compose i just uh, put my my face in with my pedals and everything flow really fast and well and i was recording at the same time because i prefer if i found a good riff a good sound i prefer this time i record if Maybe I will forgot this idea. So I was composing and recording, and then I create the album, I think, in less than one month. That's awesome, dude. Um, what's on the horizon for Paranoid Existence? Well, uh, for now, um, we, we released this first song, and then uh, I think between May and June, we will release all, uh, the whole album in all the platforms, streamings, uh, and will be out in CD as well in Brazil, in Argentina. And yesterday I fixed with um, Indonesian label too, and so will be out there in Indonesia. So first will be released the whole album, and then in June we have three gigs. I have three gigs in Argentina, and then um, I'm now finishing to book some some gigs in the south of Brazil. So in September we'll have around ten gigs there in Brazil. So and well, uh, this is nice because at this the last week I just finished the compose for the second album. So. I compose all the bass and the lyrics. So I think in, in one month, maybe, I will have uh, all the, the whole album recorded, mixed and mastered. So I'm, I'm trying to advance some, some ideas, some projects, some recordings to have much, uh, much songs to, to, to show, to share, with the person. So I think for, for now, I, I want to release this first album and then start to play. This is my goals with Paranoid I want to record new songs and play. That's awesome. Emerson, you are uh, a very talented and busy man, and it's been an absolute pleasure and honor to sit here with you on Anti-Radio. And... Um, and come back anytime. Hit me up anytime. You always have a home here on Anti Radio in the States. So, Emerson, thank you so much for joining me today. 
thank you so much for having me. Welcome back to Anti-Radio. I'm Jeff Testanero. And I'm Jennifer Testanero. And I'm not wearing any pants. Oh my god. I'm sorry. I just, wah, wah. They used to I'm make sorry. me wear pants. Now I don't have to wear they pants. They used to make me. <laughs> I, just, I think that was kind of a rule at the radio station. Yeah, wear pants. <laughs> kind of one of the basics. Yeah, that was well, in my 101 training I had to do. Yeah, you know what? They didn't put that in there until I showed up. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. You have to wear pants. Uh-huh. Uh, that was my interview with Emerson Morden from Paranoid Existence. Go find them on social media. Give my boy Emerson a like. Uh, maybe mention that you heard his stuff on Anti-Radio and you want him to come to the United States. I know he's hitting up a tour of Europe pretty soon. Oh, cool. Yeah. And, um, yeah, he's. that would be nice to talk to him some more. That'd be cool. Get him over here. Yeah. Be pretty this, side of the... this side of the pond. I was going to say, what do you say? <laughs> yeah, that. I was actually thumbing through mm-hmm. my one of my news feeds, and okay. I came across this story. Oh, God. And don't tell me you've never thought about trying this. <laughs> okay, I can't wait I to sure hear. shit has. Okay. Now, there were no pictures, so I'm not sure how this 13-year-old kid pulled it off. Oh, jeez. In a, in a theme park just south of Charlotte, North Carolina... Um, earlier this month, a 13-year-old climbed into a claw machine <laughs> to get some toys, and he got stuck. Of course he did. <laughs> that's hilarious. A claw machine. Oh my gosh, that's what you were reading the other day. And Cal, our seven-year-old, goes, "Yeah, that's a great idea." <laughs> and I'm like, "Don't." I could not. Apparently. It took the local... Stop eating my popcorn. It took the local... This is good popcorn. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. It took the local authorities two and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> they could have just opened the claw machine. He had already been in there for five. Because <laughs> the theme park people... Is there people, like an oxygen issue? Because <laughs> the theme park people didn't know how to get the thing open. At least enough for him to get out. Well, that's karma. He learned his lesson right there, sitting mm. in that claw machine for seven hours. They cut the goddamn thing open. <laughs> This is hilarious. <laughs> they got the kid out and they had to take him to the hospital to be treated for wounds. <laughs> I'm assuming for claw... Did the claw, claw marks? <laughs> climbing in. I can't. Um, this, of course, in my brain went, <laughs> we need to get this kid on for an interview. Oh my gosh, we should. <laughs> yeah, but he's a minor, so they probably don't list his name. That's no fun. They don't if list If you're name. the kid who climbed in the claw machine, <laughs> reach out to Anti-Radio. <laughs> Please do. Could you imagine if we you. got a message? That'd be outstanding. Um, can um, I tell you? Can I, like, piggyback off this story absolutely, here? Absolutely. Please do. Can I tell you? I was at a park once. Okay. I was at a park. Popcorn. And stop eating the popcorn. And <laughs> I'm putting it further away. And, uh, like, a girl, she was probably, like, 13 or something, um, got stuck in a baby swing because she's tried to climb in the baby swing. You know, the little one, like, your two feet go, like, yeah. inside. Well, she climbed in and the got harness. stuck. <laughs> And the fire department had to come. <laughs> and it was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. I literally stayed there just to, like, watch this, like, shit show happen. And her friends were just, like, taking videos and pictures of her. <laughs> That's funny. Karma. But, like, come on. Why? Karma. Like, why? And this... It must be the age, 13. It must be the age. But this fucking kid <laughs> wasn't a baby swing at a park. <laughs> it was a claw machine. Now, I know you're all probably trying to visualize, as I, oh, I totally again, am. am. I'm seeing the claw machine before me. Although it says it's a giant claw machine. I'm looking at the article right now. 
a giant. Yeah, that's like a new thing. What's the difference? Well, do you think you could fit in one of the little ones? That's what I'm seeing in my head. No, it's a giant one. So it's that times like, you know, 20. Oh. Yeah, that's a new thing. You don't know that? The young kids today, there's giant claw machines, okay? Because... Because I got so You're tired picturing of that little thing that's like fitting in the little square. That we used square, to fight like with Like the doggy time? door at the bottom. Yes. <laughs> that we used to fight with when we were kids. How the hell would a 13-year-old fit in there? How the fuck am I supposed to know? <laughs> okay, giant I claw mean, machine. I still bad with the giant claw machine, but <laughs> just fucker, give a little more wiggle room. Little fucker got in. <laughs> and apparently, his only punishment now is that he is banned from said theme park <laughs> for one year. Only one year. One year. So they have, like, his picture around the theme park. That's hilarious. Hey, as somebody who's been banned from a public place, probably. <laughs> Once I upon mean, a time, well, I got banned. What are you going to do, though? The kid's 13. Like, what are you going to do to him? I got Put banned him in juvie the... for, like, getting a yes, ball? Yes, it's supposed to be theft. <laughs> he didn't get anything, though. Not technically. Got he got nothing out of it. <laughs> now, Except for a hospital bill. <laughs> now, I got, I got banned from the Mass Mutual Center in Springfield <laughs> for... Drunk and disorderly conduct. I punched the mascot. Screech. <laughs> screech the falcon. And I tried to get in like the oh. next season and they said, no, you can't because my picture was actually behind the thing. So they really do that. I never knew if that was like a real thing. Yeah, they do that. Yeah. I um, mean, I've seen it at like liquor stores. Like I've seen underage liquor stores. kids. Yeah, yeah, they'll put them like. So, yeah. Not from personal experience. I'm just saying in general. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying in general, you know. I've seen other people's pictures. <laughs> so I want to get this kid on. So. You're going to help me with this. <laughs> yeah, we're we're going to do find some serious research. We're going to find this freaking kid. <laughs> I don't want this kid. I can't. We'll just find what theme park. We'll just go on like their... We'll just it's post just it their south area. of Charlotte, North Carolina. Right, we don't have a name. Fuck you, Hurricanes. Oh. oh your son would be so sad. I don't care. They knocked out my islanders. All right. Anyway. Um, yeah, we're going to find this kid. All right. We're going to find him. We're going to find and him. And we're going to interview him. <laughs> yes. Actually, we're going to start right now. I first want to find pictures. <laughs> Yes. We're going to get working on I this. Can't. Come back to Anti-Radio. I'm Jen Testanero. No. <laughs> Don't do that to me. I used to love that idea. Don't do that to me. I'm Jeff Testanero, actually. And I'm Jennifer Testanero. Yes, you are. And this is Anti-Radio. The podcast. Ah, only twice tonight. <laughs> uh, follow us on Instagram, anti underscore radio underscore podcast. <laughs> Could you make it any more complicated? That's pretty simple to me. Alright, all right. Facebook, anti-radio, and uh, we're still looking up this kid who's <laughs> climbed into the claw I'll machine. find him. I'll find him. She'll find him. <laughs> She's gonna find you. She's gonna get you on this podcast. Yeah. Anti-radio. The podcast. That's right. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I don't really have anything else, to be honest with you. That's it. That's oh. it. So boring sometimes. I am. I never how to. <laughs> I, I never know how to end these things. I know. I know. I feel like do we need to like say nice goodbyes. Goodbye. Can we sing a song or something? I know. I don't know. Goodbye. No, farewell. don't do that. Don't. I was just kidding. Please I'll don't. Saying I do. Okay. All right. Well, there's the way to end it because now these people are leaving rapidly anyway. All right. Yeah. Well, they got through your reality TV. Thing, <gasps> so. oh, All I'm right. Just Someone better I comment tease. on our page and just compliment my reality TV I before care. I have a complex. <laughs> they love it I'm not afraid alright well I'm gonna go watch this session alright adios <laughs> <laughs> follow us on Instagram anti underscore radio underscore podcast it's right there yeah it's right here on our thing our bio thing you can hear us on Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts iHeart Podcasts Amazon CastBox um, Radio Public 
and not Spotify. <laughs> I was just going to say, and not. <laughs> I would like to thank my good friend Dustin for pointing that out to me, <laughs> that he Whoops. couldn't hear us on Spotify. And then, oh yeah, I'll tell you that story. Oh my Got into God. a nice, long, heated discussion with some chat guy at Spotify as to why this was not on Spotify, even though we use Spotify for podcasters to distribute said podcast. And what happened? Uh, he said because we're we distribute music. Ooh. And I said I don't distribute music. The first one we're in trouble with. It was bound to happen. <laughs> yeah, that was quick. It's one fun. episode got kicked off of Spotify. Yeah. Uh, because we're we have music, <laughs> and they say we're trying to sell music, oh, and I said we're not trying sorry. to sell anything. And they said well you can't do that, and I said well we're I'm taking don't... advantage of these bands we're playing. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they sorry, care. Sorry guys. No, actually, just kidding. The local guys sent us their music. Perfect. So, and I said, but I have all the rights to play this. They said, we don't care. And I said, well, but, but you know what he says, though, but I'm positive. You're still on Apple and Google and Michael. Good. <laughs> all right. So find us everywhere except Spotify. Everywhere. <laughs> I got to change a whole lot of graphics now. So everywhere, everywhere but Spotify. Fuck you, Spotify. Um, I don't need you anyway. Um, Facebook, Anti-Radio, the podcast. Uh, we have a Twitter, but I don't use it. I don't remember the handle, so. Nice, nice. That's some good marketing right there. Nobody gives a shit about Twitter. Except Donald Trump. (laughs) Donald Trump and Elon Musk. Yep. All right, anyway. Two of society's finest. You started this one. I know. You pushed this ball down the hill. You sure did. Two of society's finest. On that note, I'm Jeff Testanero. And I'm Jennifer Testanero. Good night, Antites. Good night. Really? I had to. Anti-Radio and its contents are copyright and trademark of Fringe Entertainment, LLC. Copyright 2023.